Welcome to a paranormal show unlike any other. The Ghost Helpers Show with your guides, Tina Irwin and Laura Van Tyne. Where the paranormal is more normal than you think. We are seasoned psychics who once led normal, everyday lives just like you. Until the paranormal world refused to be ignored any longer. We have listened to countless dead tell their stories, and we are sharing that knowledge with you. Join us each week as we take a piece of the paranormal and explain how it works using true ghost stories, the tales that the dead have told us. Our intention is to offer new insights and understandings of the paranormal pandemonium which surrounds that mystical fourth dimension and how it impacts our normal everyday lives. The Ghost Helper Show with Laura and Tina, teaching the living to help the dead, starts now. Welcome, everyone, to Ghost Helpers. I'm Tina Irwin, and I'm here with Laura Van Tyne. We have a really interesting show for you today. We are going to share with you how the paranormal impacts what we think of as normal, because as far as we're concerned, the paranormal is all around us, and it happens to us and everybody else every day. So It does, and before we get started, we want to thank theoillounge.com for sponsoring this as well. And this story is about what happened to me in my new normal, which was the paranormal. And the thing about our new normal was that every day was so different, but it was never normal. Okay, so I'm going to pull you all the way back to the beginning. <clears throat> I'm kind okay. of, I'm holding on to the string here <laughs> so we can get the details out. Are you my puppeteer today? I'm kidding. No. Not really. I'm your director today, okay. <laughs> your episode director. All right. So much more fun, really, sometimes. Okay. What I think would be helpful, really tremendously helpful today, is for everyone to understand how things got started for you. And I want to start out by pointing out that you have a master's degree in education and that you um, worked in the public school system, you understand children, you understand the things that children say and do, your husband is a professional, so you live very, very typical American, ordinary, everyday lives. And then explain that what happened one day when you woke up and your daughter, we woke up and one started of, something. One of our daughters literally woke up really psychic one morning, and like somebody turned a switch, right? Literally, and like like Tina was saying, we're just normal people. I'm teaching, and my husband's doing his thing. We're coaching soccer on the weekends, or basketball, or cheerleading, or whatever it is. And when my daughter was six years old, she started telling me she could hear footsteps in breathing. And I thought, well, that's interesting. And I didn't give it much thought because, you know, we're just moving on. We're busy. And then five and a half, six. Yeah. It's about five and a half, six years old. And then one day she says, I hear that breathing and footsteps again. And I'm like, where? And she pointed right there. And all of a sudden she could see my dad for the first time. And my dad had died about maybe six months prior. And when my dad died, it was, it was like the sucker punch of a lifetime. I, I can't even begin to describe it. Um, the year before, both of my husband's parents died. So our kids lost three grandparents in about two years, which is significant. And my dad is there, he's standing there. And now all of a sudden he's playing games with my daughter, peekaboo and stuff like this. And you know, my daughter's laughing and playing and I'm thinking, huh, this is interesting, right? 
Okay, so let's let's stop this, back this up a little bit. How could you be sure it was your dad she was speaking to? Well, and that was the thing, right? It's like, I, I was psychic as a kid and I knew certain things and I could see things like my daughter was starting to evolve into. And as a kid, I was told, you know, don't go there, don't do that. And my abilities kind of went dormant. So I kind of knew that it wasn't all unicorns and rainbows over there. And she's talking to my dad, but how did she know it was my dad, right? How do you trust that? And so I started asking her some questions and I asked her some like, okay, well, what was my, what was the nickname my dad called me when I was a child? So you're testing her. Yeah, I did. And not, not excessively because I don't want to put her on the spot, but I really needed to know if this was really him because if it wasn't him and it was an imposter, that would be really, really bad. Well, would she have, I mean, did she know him by sight? She knew him by sight. And, you know, he, he said what my middle name was. And it's something that really only he knew. My husband never knew or no one else knew this nickname. And she said that nickname. And I'm like, whoa, okay, this is him. Okay, so now what is my thought, right? Now what do you do with this? Okay, so let's let's back up a little bit. Had your daughter ever made make believe or anything like that where she didn't tell you the truth? Oh, she's so pragmatic and she is she is so even to this day she's so truthful and honest. And she this was like you know, Grandpa Russ is now in our in our house. And not only that, but a couple of weeks ago we talked about the the missing boy from Portland. Um, he was in our house and things are kind of starting to ramp up a little bit. Okay. So things are ramping up and as they're ramping up, I want you to <clears throat> just tell me what's going through your head with this, with this child who is basically shoving the paranormal into your normal world now on a consistent basis. So we became a ghost superhighway. It was like my daughter became a ghost magnet. And all of a sudden one day in the street is another ghost child who just happens to see my daughter. And I know now that, you know, my daughter is a little bit brighter of a light and they could see her easily. And this little ghost child came into our house as well. And so I'm like, okay, this is interesting. Now my daughter has these imaginary playmates that aren't really so imaginary. Okay. So let, let's back up just a little bit here. As you, she's able to see these things and you verified that it was your dad. Did you ever have her ask your dad's ghost why he was there? I did. And the answer was very chilling. <laughs> the answer was because my daughter can see and do many different things. And there's a lot of dark beings that want her. Okay. Now well, this just, you know, was great with cornflakes, <laughs> right? This was what he told her, but he told it to her in a kind of a roundabout conversation where I was picking up the clues mm -hmm. and because if, if she would have said yes, because there's so many scary things out there, it would have terrified her, right? Okay. And so he tells me essentially that, yeah, she can do and see a lot of things. And there's a lot of these dark beings that are going, that are after her and coming after her. And in a weird way, and he says, I'm here to protect you, but I didn't know what that meant. And as things are ramping up, we have this ghost child now living with okay. us. Ramping up. 
back up in your mind, what does ramping up mean? There's more and more paranormal stuff in our house. There's stuff. more ghosts, there's more entities. And Annabelle now. Okay. So your daughter is coming home from school. You're walking with her from, and she, or she's outside and she comes in and she tells you that there's a little blonde girl on the street. There's a little girl in the street and she's in her pajamas is what she tells me. She's in pink pajamas. And she wants to come inside. I'm like, what am I? Sure. <laughs> you know, what do you do? And, you know, say no and have this little ghost child standing outside in the street all the time staring at you. Or maybe she comes in and, you know, anyways. So she comes in and over time she starts to say, she starts to ask my daughter, can you help me find my mommy? I want my mommy. And, you know, my daughter's coming to me and I'm like, I, I, I don't know. How do we find a ghost child's mommy? Is this mommy still alive? And I asked, you know, my daughter to, what does she look like? What does she dress like? And she's wearing pajamas. And the way she described it, it was like they were pajamas from the 1990s era kind like of thing. Like that was so long ago. It was. <laughs> <laughs> so she is you know, she's telling me what she's dressed like. And I said, okay, so what happened to you, Annabelle? And by the way, this was way before the horror movie Annabelle came out. Um, what happened? And she told the story about how her parents, she and her parents were at a party. Well, wait a minute. They didn't tell you that till I met you. No, they, they did. They, I, I knew the story. I knew this part of the story. Oh, okay. Yeah. So she's telling us that she and her parents were at a party and all of a sudden there was this accident and she couldn't tell me what city she lived in. She couldn't tell me anything else. There was just an accident. And so essentially what happened is she was ejected out of her body. I don't know to this day if her parents are alive or dead. No. And there's, and, and just kind of an aside in a situation like that, in the example from last week's show was that, when you have a situation with a ghost, it doesn't have to be that the accident happened a block from your house. Like the little boy in Portland made a connection to her and, you know, and it's a, that, that place is a thousand it, miles away. And it was probably a resonance issue. It's a re because they're both children. They're both children. They're the same age. And we started talking about him. They can travel at the speed of thought. And we were talking about him because we saw him on the news clip. Okay, so now we know that this little girl, Annabelle, could have come from virtually anywhere in the United States. We don't know where, we don't know what year, and all we know is her rough age and her name and her clothing. I didn't know this at the time, and I was actually doing research on the internet, you know, car crash, Annabelle. She didn't know her last name, which I thought was interesting, but she was a little kid. So maybe that was why, I don't know. Um, and sometimes ghosts do forget things. Okay, we're going to go to break right now. You're listening to Ghost Helpers on Transformation Talk Radio. And as you're listening to the story, you're going to understand why we put together a psychic self-defense course, because it's not for everybody. It's only for the people who are really serious, who have maybe this kind of an issue. So we'll be right back being human has its challenges. Our physical health falters, our spirits sag, our dreams don't immediately come to fruition. Welcome to the power of Maximum Medicine Radio. Join me, Doc Martin, 
and conversations that will blow your mind about healing. In our hit show, Doc Martin addresses the scientific with bridging to the mystical approaches to give you a new narrative about maximum medicine. In this live call-in show, we will journey into the extraordinary genius of the human body and talk about other beliefs that impact being your multidimensional self. We seek the seen and the unseen and explore the earthbound and the otherworldly, all with the purpose of calling forth the maximum you. To learn more about Doc Martin and Maximum Medicine, visit www.SharonMartinMD.com. Join the new earth on the Cornelia Stephanie show. Tune in each month as Cornelia takes listeners on an odyssey of higher consciousness to inspire, educate, and empower. Cornelia Stephanie is a spiritual teacher, passionate speaker, published author, and founder of the Empower Network. Cornelia guides people on the path of self-healing, peace, and liberation. For more information, go to CorneliaStephanie.com. People often ask, what does it mean to thrive? On Thrive by Gen Radio, it means body confidence, mind fulfillment, and soul synchronicity. Create synchronicity with God and learn as Jen shares action steps and real stories that will inspire you to be unstoppable in fulfilling your purpose. Tune in live each Monday at 8 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com and visit JenniferZellup.com to thrive with Jen. We remember a time when you could simply form a thought and it would manifest. The harmony was forgotten, but it is returning now. The Power of Inspiration and Awakening Radio with Julia Griffin on TransformationTalkRadio.com each second and fourth Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific will take you on adventures through the heart and spirit exploring who we once were. This intuitive healer studied under the guidance of wolves, learning from their wisdom to master a higher frequency for a new state of mind. Visit OneTrueSelf.com. Tune in to The Jen Royster Show, intuitive guidance to inspire your life, each Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific and 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This amazing show is an inspirational hour that will take you on an epic metaphysical journey to discover the spiritual approach to life's greatest challenges. Dr. Jen is an internationally known intuitive counselor, spiritual teacher, and energy healer. Call in for intuitive readings and visit JenRoyster.com for more information. Welcome back, everyone, to Ghost Helpers on Transformation Talk Radio. Laura is sharing with us the gripping story of what happened with her daughter, who woke up one morning with psychic ability. And what I want to do now is go forward just a little bit more. And as as your daughter is explaining that she can see, you know, the guy from Portland, the child from Portland and Annabelle and your grandfather, what happened with your husband and your other daughters? Well, that's a really good question because I'm so glad I asked. <laughs> well, when we think of psychic kids, we're look, we're, our attention is focusing in on that kid, but really there's a whole family dynamic going on. Our, our other daughters were like, is she making this up? Is she looking for attention? Is she going crazy? You know, my husband's wondering, hmm, could she have a brain tumor? I mean, we're looking at all kinds of possibilities here. But the reality is, is that the paranormal is more normal than we think. And it just came knocking hard and heavy on our front door one day. And as we're talking about this, Annabelle is now kind of a living fixture in our house. I'm trying to figure out how can I find her mom? Should I, you know, even if I could, what would I say to her mom, right? 
Well, this takes time. It does. That's a lot of research. And I'm not finding anything and I'm not finding anything. And Annabelle becomes more and more insistent. And, you know, my daughter would say, oh, you know, she's hugging your leg and, you know, I could kind of feel it and, you know, those kinds of things. Again, I am blind as a parent at this point. I can't see what she sees or hear what she hears. So as we're going through this, Annabelle is getting angrier and angrier over time. And by now she's been living with us pretty much about six months. And that's a long time, really. Okay, you really had hoped your daughter have normal friends that you can make sense. Yeah, for. you know, I, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, you want your kids to like be normal. You want their playmates to like, I don't know, have a physical body or, you know, call their parents and say, hey, they're misbehaving. Or you can't do that with a ghost child. <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> you know, you can't make them snacks. You can't, you know, all of those normal things. And so, and ghosts it, don't get tired. They don't need to sleep. They still have emotions, but they don't go to sleep. Right, they do. And Annabelle's emotions were becoming more and more intense to the point where she's realized she's never going to find her mommy again. And now she wants me to be her mommy. Does she realize she's dead? I mean, that's a really pivotal question. Yes. After a while, and not at first, because I had to say, you know, sweetheart, you're dead. And oh that, gosh, that brought in so much drama and ghost tears. Yes, they do have emotions because I'm like, I, you know, help me out here. I, I don't, and I have no help and it's not like I can go around searching for help either outwardly. I have to do this on the sly. So Annabelle is devastated that she's died. She wants me to be her mommy. And now she's turned the tables even more. She wants my daughter out of the picture and this. So she, you can be her mom. So I can be her mom. And so th this horror lasted another year. And by horror, I mean, Annabelle started torturing our daughter. She started making fun of her. She would torture the cats. How did she would she do torture that? the rabbit. She would grab the cat's tail and yank on it. And you could see the cat move in a weird position. So this kid with her anger is getting somehow stronger. So her anger, her bewilderment and confusion has turned to anger. Yeah. She's projecting the anger on your daughter and your animals because animals can see, sense, and feel a ghost's presence. And that's a really good point. If you have animals at home and you find them staring off into space, for long periods of time or staring at the wall or staring at the wall there may be something there especially that, if there's a mirror above the wall yeah so there may be something there so annabelle is now terrorizing my daughter it's her birthday and the morning or the night before her birthday she's telling my daughter i'm gonna make sure you have no fun for your birthday because i can't have birthdays anymore and i'm gonna ruin your birthday and you know my daughter is just like so upset and by the way throughout this whole ordeal she and i my daughter and i are not sleeping because annabelle won't allow it ghosts don't need to sleep and annabelle figured this out so she is constantly chronically flickering the lights and talking and keeping us awake and it was it was horrible and i'm looking for help behind the scenes <laughs> And as I'm doing this, Annabelle gets more and more vicious. And now her, her nightly routine. <coughs> sorry. 
Are you done? Are you yeah, done, woman? Yeah. <laughs> so her nightly routine is now, and I'm just kidding. You know that, right? Okay. Her nightly routine is my daughter gets in the shower and she starts, she gets in the shower with my daughter and she stabs her in the back with a knife. And my daughter will come out screaming in pain. And okay, the question is, is my daughter making this up or is it real? But when you look at my daughter's back, there were always three welt marks on the back that look like a knife blade. How do you explain that? It's not like she could do that herself. It's not self-inflicted. No, there's no way you can do that. And this hurts my daughter. It causes physical pain. And it causes chronic emotional terror. It's a, it's a chronic trauma. It, it is. And I, I watched bits and pieces of the psychic kids show that's doing a reboot right now. And all I can think of is we're not, they're not giving those kids their power back. They're not crossing over the dead. They're not explaining how these things work. And it's just, they're forcing these kids to deal with these dead ghosts, et cetera, or well, worse. Kids have no tools. They don't. So this is kind of where my passion lies. It's like, we can give our kids these tools to lead a normal, healthy life. And so with Annabelle, she's getting angry and angry and she's stabbing my daughter at night, every night in the shower to the point where now when my daughter takes a shower, I sit in the bathroom on the floor while she takes a shower, but it doesn't matter because I can't stop a ghost child from stabbing my daughter. Does she stab her when you're there? Yes. Yeah. At some point, Annabelle lost all respect for my authority as an adult. That's in the beginning, really dangerous. In the beginning, she didn't. But now she's realizing over time, she's got power over us. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking for help and I can't seem to find help. She's torturing the animals. She's causing all kinds of problems in my family's life. It's a When you say problems in your family's life, you're talking no sleep. Yes. And how did your family react to your and, Jack, in, your and your daughter not receiving sleep? It was hard because all of a sudden, you know, our other girls are like, oh, you know, my, this daughter must be the favorite daughter. She's getting all the attention. And that's not the case. It's just that it was a chronic emergency all the time. And Annabelle would follow my daughter to school and she would do things in the classroom to cause attention and make my daughter look like, you know, something's going on which really wasn't cool. And she would puppet and whisper in her friend's ears to say and do things to my daughter, which I thought was interesting because her friends didn't know what was going on because throughout this whole ordeal, this whole nightmare, anybody. I'm like, we can't tell anyone about this. Nobody knew our secret. Nobody knew that we lived in a house of horror. And I did tell a few people little bits here and there because I was looking for help along the way, but really no one knew. And so she's at school, she's getting harassed at school, sleep evades her. She's late. To, if she goes to school that day, she's late. That's she's the problem. She's so exhausted. She can't wake up. Yeah. And for her birthday, you know, we had made these awesome lemon cupcakes and she was so excited to take them to school. And again, a night of no sleep. And so I'm just like, to her teacher. Her teacher must think we're nuts at this point. And by the way, at this point, I stopped teaching because I really needed to be home with my, my daughter. Yeah. I mean, what, what a terrible situation. And so as we're in, you know, she's in the classroom, it's her birthday again, and we have these cupcakes and my daughter, the bags under her eyes practically hit the floor. She's that tired. 
And I asked her teacher, I'm like, can we just do this at the first break? And I'm going to take her home. She's not feeling well. I mean, how many days can a parent say my kid's not feeling well without alerting the truancy officers at the school district and that kind of thing? Well, I, I think that when people think that uh, there's a haunting situation that, you know, it's something happens and that's over. What makes your story so intensely compelling is that this was chronic day after day after day after day. And it, it wasn't just it Annabelle. It was a bunch of women who were murdered, um, sexually assaulted and murdered. How did they manifest? They just showed up and the murderer who then died, who died also probably, I don't know, in prison because these women were murdered in like the fifties or sixties or something. They're trying to tell my six-year-old their story about how they were murdered and how they were sexually assaulted. It's like, oh my God, what do you do with that? And then the murderer shows up and he's telling my daughter how he enjoyed raping and murdering these women. And my daughter's six years old. Yeah. That was some gift she got. Yeah, I, I, it was terrifying. And how, as a parent, do I make that stop? How do I make it go away? My daughter learned things about humanity that no one should ever know about. Certainly not ever at six years old. And it was horrific beyond belief. And he would run around her bedroom saying red rum, red rum, red rum, which is murder spelled backwards. I, uh, we had, took us a while to figure that one out. I'm like, red rum, what's that? And, um, you know, what do you do for these women? These women are still in the same agony of their last moments before death. All right. Wow. This is just going so fast. When we come back, you're going to tell us more about your experiences with this because your desperation drove you to enormous lengths to get help you're listening to transformation talk radio we are ghost helpers and we will be right back are you ready to branch out take a leap of faith then tune in to get rooted radio with erica gifford mills on transformationtalkradio.com every second and fourth thursday at 9 a.m pacific to equip empower and enlighten yourself erica will energize and excite you to power up your passionate dream that sets your soul on fire so get fearlessly ready and get powerfully rooted in your yes to live it up love it up and let it go to ignite the life you deserve visit getrootedradio.com and tune in are you searching, are you searching? Are you searching? looking for a sign a message you need to hear from the great unknown from the most mysterious place that is the most familiar to your soul in the depths of who you are. The universe puts someone here to talk to, someone God gave a blessing to that you may find insight with. TheAngelLady.net, 1-800-323-1790. Tune in to The Truth is Funny with Colette Stephan each Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This hit show will have you thinking outside the box and riding the wave of infinite potential. Join Colette on the Higher Self Network, inspiring listeners to shine their brilliance and ensure success while roaring with laughter as they recognize the humor of the giant cosmic joke. Visit thetruthisfunny.com. To find answers to life's questions, you need to look within yourself. 
Dr. Glenna Rice brings your questionable conversations on Transformation Talk Radio each month. Tune in each month for insight into how you can live up to your full potential. Dr. Glenna is a physical therapist, certified access consciousness, and access body class facilitator. How does it get any better than this? For more information on Dr. Glenna Rice and her work, visit GlennaRice.com. Sometimes being human has its challenges. Our physical health falters, our spirits sag, our dreams don't immediately come to fruition. Welcome to the power of Maximum Medicine Radio. Join me, Doc Martin, in conversations that will blow your mind about healing. In our hit show, Doc Martin addresses the scientific with bridging to the mystical approaches to give you a new narrative about Maximum Medicine. In this live call-in show, we will journey into the extraordinary genius of the human body and talk about other beliefs that impact being your multidimensional self. We seek the seen and the unseen and explore the earthbound and the otherworldly, all with the purpose of calling forth the maximum you. To learn more about Doc Martin and Maximum Medicine, visit www.SharonMartinMD.com. Welcome back. You're listening to Ghost Helpers on Transformation Talk Radio. And Laura is explaining the sheer volume of psychic trauma she and her family experienced at the hands of more than one difficult ghost. You had one astounding night that I want you to tell everyone about. Oh, gosh. Okay. So every parent's priority or should be their priority is the safety and well-being of your children. And one night we're all sleeping and I'm actually sleeping by the way, because at this point I'm rationalizing that two consecutive hours of sleep is a full night's sleep. It's that bad. And I do everything I can to make sure my husband can get a good night's sleep because he's got to actually go to work and earn a paycheck. And, what a concept. Right. And, you know, I've stopped working and because I am literally feeling like I'm, and I know I am fighting for my family's soul. There were sound asleep and all of a sudden I hear a shriek and the front door slam and I race down the hallway and my daughter's lights on in her bedroom. She's not in her bed. As a parent, what does that make you think happened? Was she kidnapped? Right. What happened to her? What Was she kidnapped? What happened? And I run outside and she's at the end of the driveway and she is just sobbing. And what had happened was Annabelle decided to stand over her like an anti-sentinel with a butcher knife hanging over her head all night long and Annabelle wouldn't leave. Her goal was to try to kill my daughter. This ghost wanted to kill my daughter so she could be my daughter. Now, that's not logical. It's not like- Well, if you're, if you're a six-year-old ghost, it might be logical. Right. But if you're a mortal person, you can't wrap your brain around what such do you a do thing. With but this? for your daughter, this was real. This isn't a normal reaction. Oh, and this butcher knife has stabbed her in the back a few times. That's right. So this so was now, the first time she's doing it all night long. Right. And now my daughter is terrified that this ghost child's going to stab my daughter and kill her. And she'll be a ghost just like Annabelle. So we're, 
I'm outside in the street. I scoop her up. And, you know, most of the times it seems like she's, I'm sleeping in her bed with her. or She's sleeping in our bed with us. I mean, it's just that bad. Okay. When you were in the room with her, did that shift any of the energy for what was happening? Not really. It just made her feel she wasn't alone. Yeah. That's the only thing it did. And, you know, as a parent, I'm terrified this whole time. It's like, what do you do with this? What do you do about this? And I have to be careful because I don't want, you know, friends and family and professionals to think that, you know, we're crazy, we're whack jobs. I mean, or put her on drugs or she's got a brain tumor or, you know, I had one friend who I told a little bit about like, oh yeah, she can kind of see ghosts. And my friend's reaction was, oh, she's probably autistic. And it's just like, no, she sees dead people. Psychic people are not autistic. And maybe it, you can be autistic and be psychic. But yeah, just because absolutely. You're psychic doesn't mean you're autistic. And it was just really, it was really disheartening that, you know, level of not understanding, but it's a fear thing too. I'm sure it was fearful for her to think that this could really happen. I mean, you know, we've talked about it before. Ghosts exist throughout the history, throughout everywhere. All right. I want to ask you what physical phenomenon happened in your house the lights would turn on at night there were you know bumps and noises and things disappearing and you put your keys on the table but they're on the countertop now things moved all the time and we kind of thought we were going crazy with it right this is the stuff that horror movies are made out of this is the stuff that people pay to go to the movies and see the stuff happening and that's my normal everyday life did you have the cabinet issue cabinets doors would open and close um the refrigerator would open um the radio in the car would turn on all the time that's a favorite ghost tactic it is, is. The radio and i remember got her i think it might have been our second grade teacher at this time it was just she kind of knew my daughter could also see things and bodies at the time. And so she had medical intuitive <clears throat> abilities. Yeah. She walked up to her teacher and she says, you're going to be really sick tomorrow. And the teacher's like, okay. And she, you know, went on with her day, but I didn't know my daughter said this about a week, three or four days later or whatever, the end of the week, I get this email from my daughter's teacher saying, um, can I come, can I talk to you? Will you come in please? And I'm like, Oh God, what happened? Right. And I go and I talk to her, she goes, um, you know, your daughter told me that I was going to be sick and I felt fine. I felt like I had a little bit of a cold, but then she told me that I was going to, um, have bronchitis because my lungs looked red and sure enough, I got bronchitis. What, what is that? And she's kind of freaked out and I'm like, oh, well, you know, she can kind of see things. And she goes, oh, is that why things move around in the classroom? I'm like, oh God. And, you know, one of the ghosts that was a constant visitor was Steve-O, the party ghost. I like, oh my gosh, tell him about that. Steve-O, I like to party was, was his line. And when he would do that, all the radios would turn on full blast in the car or wherever. And Steve-O even did that in our daughter's classroom a few times. So oh my gosh. everybody's working, everybody's quiet. And my daughter would hear, I'm Steve-O and I like to party. And the music would just turn on even though the machine was off and blast really really loud so now my daughter's teacher is kind of seeing some things and i'm like oh my god this i i can't wait for the school year to end right yeah <laughs> so 
Um, but it's not just the ghosts that were the issue. And like I said before, I knew even from a child that it's not all ghosts and unicorns and rainbows. Throughout this whole ordeal, we, my daughter would report this three-headed crocodile that would slither around the house. Now, I knew it was real. I knew it was real because of the way the animals would run and hide or hiss or bark. Or I loved what your rabbit did. Our rabbit, we had a house rabbit who was like the coolest pet on the planet. He would use the dog door to go in and out all the time. I mean, he was like, he was like a dog and he had a bed. He had a little potty litter box thing. He was totally cool. He, when this three-headed crocodile would come slithering at him, he would start thumping his foot really, really hard. And I knew what was happening. How do I stop this thing from harming my animals or harming the living? I had no idea what this thing was. And that's what your daughter described. Did she describe anything else that she, she could see that wasn't a ghost? There were all kinds um, of other beings and entities. There were long wispy things. There was this guy with a hat that would stand in the corner of her room and just stare at her 24 seven. It was a house of horror. How do you get control? As a parent, I felt so powerless. How can I help my little girl? How can I help my family? And I am praying like I've never prayed before. I have been searching for answers, looking for help, but I have to do it in the background. So, you know, it's not, you know, for parents out there or aunts and uncles or whomever who know they have a child who's like excels at the piano or excels playing soccer, you can go around and say, hey, my kid really is good at the piano. She's gifted at the piano. I'm looking for a really good piano teacher. I'm looking for a really good soccer coach. You don't say, my kid can see things and I'm looking for a really good psychic. That's not going to go anywhere. <laughs> well, no, <laughs> Except it's maybe not. take you to the loony bin, right? Well, it's going to take you to the loony bin. And I think that um, I, I want to back up just a little bit. And I, I want you to go into how did this affect your husband's career? How did this affect was, your other daughters? It was really exhausting for the rest. It was exhausting for the whole family. My primary focus centered around our safety, our spiritual safety, our spiritual well-being. And I spent most of my energy and time with this particular daughter because she really needed it. The other kids and my husband, they did feel left out. I'm sure they did. They haven't said that, but I mean, it was that bad. My husband's career, it was like he could go to work and he could, because he was at work, he could actually get some rest, but it's exhausting. Our other kids are trying to be normal. They're trying to do things with friends. Nobody is inviting their friends over to our house anymore. It our house- be really lonely. Well, our house used to be like the house to go to. You know, the kids had have this playhouse in the backyard that's this eight by 10 structure with air conditioning, full to the brim of Polly Pockets and Legos and, you know, little pet shops and whatever. And there's a pool and everybody was always at our house. Everybody, it was like the house everybody went to. And now all of a sudden this darkness sets in. We, we would have parties all the time with family and friends and everything stopped. We couldn't have anyone over because we didn't know what was going to happen. We didn't know what was going to happen. 
your house feels fearful because you, oh, yeah. you have two mortal people who are afraid and you have all of these ghosts and and a lot of the negativity stems from the resonance of the ghosts who died so you have annabelle who goes from you didn't have this phenomenon when annabelle wasn't angry as soon as annabelle becomes angrier and angrier and angrier now the after effect of that is really chilling and you're listening to ghost helpers on transformation talk radio and we'll be right back how would you like increased health and vitality how would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process this is all possible through a simple safe and natural process Every day, we are either moving toward wellness or away from wellness. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. I'd like to be your partner in achieving optimal health. Contact me now at MaryJaneMack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit MaryJaneMack.com. Dream on, lie high, and live adventurously on The Laura Meeks Show. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio as host Laura Meeks guides you in finding your unique gifts and bringing them to life. As a certified life coach, speaker, and veteran bomber pilot for the U.S. Air Force, Laura knows how to follow a dream. She is ready to support you so you can dream on, fly high, and live adventurously. For more information on Laura and her work, visit flyhighliving.com. Tune in to Lucid Planet Radio with Dr. Kelly Neff. This hit show will illuminate your senses and empower you beyond your daily stressors and hardships. Renowned psychologist and author Dr. Kelly will captivate you with far-reaching topics and amazing guests as you wake to the greatest version of yourself. Learn to tap into your intuitions, think critically about our world, heal emotional and psychological wounds, and follow your passions to live your dreams. The Lucid Planet. Welcome home. Visit lucidplanetradio.com for more information. Have you ever heard of the 90-10 rule? It goes like this. 90% of the time, no one is thinking of you. 90% of the time, everyone's thinking about themselves. And if you think of it like that, it takes the weight off because now you're not being judged. I'm Megan Edge. I'd love for you to join me on Playing on the Edge Radio, Radical Change with Ease, with my co-host, Dr. Pat, on Transformation Radio FM. Are you willing to challenge everything you've been taught about life and death? Join Angie Corbett Kuiper on her hit show, Beyond Grief Radio. Redefining loss and grief as Angie shares through choice, present moment awareness, and keeping an open mind that creating anything is possible, even in death. Tune in every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. For more information or to listen to past shows, visit AngieCorbettKuiper.com. It's time to get your life back on Burn Bright Today with Jennifer Marcinelli. Tune in each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Learn to move from the darkness of burning out to the light of burning bright. Jennifer is redefining stress and the energetic causes of burnout, shining a light on process to get your life back. For more information about Jennifer and her work, visit BurnBrightToday.com. Welcome back, everyone, to Ghost Helpers on Transformation Talk Radio. Laura has a couple of more ghost stories, and then we're going to talk about some of the amazing things we're going to share with you next week. So you had two stories that you need to share. They were amazing. Well, one of them was, you know, <laughs> sometimes you have to find the humor and the trauma and the drama, right? And at the time, I was really 
you know, ticked off. Can I use the P word or not? Probably not, huh? It's, it's a family <laughs> show. Be careful. Okay. So my husband and I are watching TV one night and it's like right before Christmas. And, um, our daughter comes out of her bedroom with these just huge, just tears streaming down her face. I'm like, what happened now? Because usually when something paranormal happens, I hear mom and mom always has two syllables. I'm like, okay, great. That's not normal. Um, this time she comes out with just these huge tears and she goes, is Santa Claus real? And I'm like, what? It's like maybe three days before Christmas. This really bad man, ghost man is in my room right now. And he's telling me that I'm such a baby because I believe in Santa Claus and you know, all of this stuff. And he's telling me that it's not real. And so he's just going on and on and on. And this is kind of like, you know, this was like our last magical year like that because she was, you know, six, seven years of age. So our, you know, our other girls are like, oh yeah, we're going to have so much fun. It's going to be so much, you know, doing all this Christmas Santa, Santa Claus stuff. And this jerk of a ghost ruined it. And this, this was the moment that I realized that if you're a jerk in life and you die, you're going to be a jerk in death. Yes. Your personality doesn't change when you leave a mortal body, who you have been is who you will continue to be unless you consciously seek to change whether you're in a body or not. Yeah. And you had some other ones too. We, you know, one of them I had, our daughter had a, her name was Julia, a little, maybe she might've been like 12 years old at the time. She came to my daughter looking for help. And I think this happened somewhere in the Midwest. Julia was taken out of her bedroom by a friend of a friend of a family member kind of thing and horrible things happened to julia and this man killed her stuffed her in a garbage bag and put her in the dump and her ghost found my daughter and she is begging my daughter please tell my mommy i love her please tell her i didn't run away please tell my mom this please tell my mom that i have no idea what to do i don't know where this kid's from I don't know, even if I did, this works great on television, but in real life, I mean, really? Oh, psychics are so suspect that, I mean, they think you're crazy. Again, that's what we're trying to do is, is bring what is paranormal into a more normal understanding and insight. It's not just, oh, these are cool stories. These are events that happen to real people and they still need help. And your frustration, the emotional trauma you're experiencing watching your daughter experience this and not having any way to assist her or make this better because children always yeah. want you to make it better. Right. You're the adult in charge. You're supposed to fix these problems and the aloneness and isolation that my family was experiencing. We had two lives. We had the public persona life. And we had this huge, deep, dark secret. And, you know, we live in suburbia, basically middle-class America. I am, you know, doing all this volunteer work. I'm working well, not anymore, not anymore. I mean, I'm doing all of this other stuff. And these people are saying, Hey, I've got this project, Laura, can you help me with it? You know, like these like leadership civic city things or school board things. 
And I have to keep saying, no, I can't, no, I can't, no, I can't. And meanwhile, I'm gaining, I'm gaining weight like crazy. My, the bags under my eyes are just beyond belief. I mean, it is so traumatizing and we're cutting back on being social. We can't go out and do things. We can't have a normal conversation. My husband and I can't go out to dinner with people anymore because I can't afford, we can't afford to leave our daughter with anyone else, another sitter or buyers, you know, with the older ones or whatever. It didn't matter. We couldn't leave our, we couldn't leave our children home alone. Yes. Cause you're never alone. We're never alone. And what it, I mean, and it's looking back, if I would have left them home alone or not, it wouldn't have mattered necessarily. Yes, but the the people but who would be staying with your children would then be traumatized. Yes, and then you had you had when you're driving with your children. That was one of the most scary things. You had ghosts jumping into your car. Oh my gosh, we'd be driving down the freeway, and these ghosts would just jump into our car. I didn't know my minivan could house so many people. Yeah, I've been there. And sometimes they would want our attention and grab the steering wheel, or sometimes they would turn on the radio. So even driving safely was an issue. Well, didn't you also have the day your daughter had a, went to a costume, a costume event? Yes. Our daughter was, um, she was like, uh, Snow White, or I don't know what it was, something like that. And we come home and she did this great performance and come home and, you know, we go to bed and then the next morning I'm, you know, taking some, the kids to school and this child is still getting ready to school because they all go to different schools because they're ages. And I come back and my daughter's like, this, this little girl saw me in the play last night, mom, and she wants my autograph. She goes, how do I do that? <laughs> Can't make this up. You cannot make this up. I'm like, um, you know, why don't you just write your name on a piece of paper and hand it to her? And my daughter writes her name on a piece of paper, hands it to her. And, you know, I tell this little ghost child, thank you so much. I'm so glad you enjoyed the show and this and that. And, and, and we, why did she want her autograph? Because she thought she was, she did such a great job. She thought she was a famous person. And this was another little child who was probably maybe four or five years old. So younger than my daughter. And you know, my daughter hands her this piece of paper and I watch it just go and lands on the floor. But this ghost child was so excited to get this. She knew about autographs. She knew about autographs. I mean, she probably went to Disneyland and was getting Disney autographs from the princesses. So this would mean that you must have felt that wherever you went, we were never alone. Oh my gosh. Not only were you never alone, you, you were walking in a crowd all the time with all these dead around you and the more you have you have in well, a, here's where i realized that if you want to all, all you ghost hunter people out there if you want to find a ghost go to any liquor section in any grocery store and i guarantee you there's going to be a whole handful of them there oh you've got <laughs> you know the alcoholics in or there. a hospital go to a hospital you don't need to lock yourself up in a dungeon somewhere no. or go Hospitals, to the mall yeah the mall i mean hospitals i mean oh my gosh one of our friend's parents died and we had to go to the services and i'm like oh my god this is gonna be fun right oh it's just it's so difficult and i i think that really what we're what we're trying to convey is that 
Laura was dealing with the extreme example of a paranormal series of chronic experiences, a paranormal series of chronic experiences. And we're not alone and we're not special in this. No. And um, I, you know, I'm sure you didn't feel like a goddess, a priestess, a shaman or seer. I felt like I was four inches tall. Right. You felt (laughs) more like you were hammered and you're so exhausted that you can't even wrap your brain around how to get through each day. And what's going to happen is over in the next episode next week, we're really excited about this episode because we wanted you to have the full depth and breadth of Laura's experience because next week we're going to really detail the lengths Laura went to to find responsible help for this situation, which basically ultimately led to us getting together because we know karma never wastes right. energy. And you know, a lot of these trials and tribulations, I look back and they are so flipping funny. It's like, you know, I, we got to tell, you know, how I, you know. No, we have only got, <laughs> we have a minute left. Then he says we have a Next, minute left. Yes. So you're listening to Ghost Helpers on Transformation Talk Radio. We want to thank the Oil Lounge. And if you're serious about psychic self-defense, take our course. And we want to thank you for joining us. Thank you to Benny and Kat for being our producers and keeping us on time. And Laura, you know, next week, you're going to get to share your journey for help. We want everyone to know how grateful we are that you listen. And we encourage you to share Laura's story this week, especially and next week, on what she did, her trauma, and how eventually you may be able to help someone else who says, oh, my kid's so psychic, I don't know what to do. Or an empath or sensitive because it's all kind of the same thing, really. And so until we talk to you next week, have a wonderful week.